Hello. <laughs> I'm Cole. This is Sophie. I'm going to talk about camp and give her the mic talk about Super Summer. Um, camp this year was probably one of the better camps I've been to, like youth group-wise. We definitely came closer as a youth group than we ever have before, and we had the amazing opportunity to get closer with our new youth pastor and all the leaders that came in and helped us, like um, Janae and Dusty and Trent and everybody who came. Just like people who haven't, we haven't really seen before. We got the chance to know them and have them care for us, love on us, and just give us an amazing week of camp. Hi. Um, yeah, I'm Sophie. So me and Cole, we both went to Super Summer along with Landon and Kendall and Bethany. And um, we, like every year I go, this is my second year going, and every year I say it's the best week of my life. And again, it was the best week of my life. Um, the difference between Super Summer and Youth Camp is Super Summer is more of um, a, a leadership type camp. So we do a lot, a lot of deep, in-depth Bible study. And we have these things called family groups where it's, we're put with about 10 kids our same age and um, a mom and a dad. And they're um, a woman and a man, and they are leaders, and they lead us for the week. And um, my family group was amazing this year, and I'm sure everyone else's that went. And one of the main themes of Super Summer this year was um, the idea of agape love. And agape means God, so it's literally saying that God is love. God is the definition of love. And um, since God loves us so much that we can go and be disciples of him. And I just think Super Summer and Youth Camp both just really, really um, influenced my faith this summer as long as, as well as the rest of youth and everyone else who went to Super Summer. Thank you, guys. So this morning, you're going to hear a lot of stories because there is a lot of things that went on this summer, a lot of really good things, um, just building up the kingdom of God. And so you're going to hear a lot of stories about camps and VBS and mission trips and things like that that went on. So this morning, we're just we're all about celebration. Good morning, everyone. So for the first time in my life at the first service, I was told that I didn't talk enough. Um, Never been told that in my life. So um, I wasn't sure how much I could go into it. Um, As most of you know, my name is Deanna Helsher. I'm an eighth grade English teacher here in LaGrange. Um, I teach because I like to talk. Um, Not really, but I do like to talk. Um, But anyway, so this was my first time this year to ever be this involved with VBS. And can't even begin to tell you how rewarding it was. Um, I said I would help with music. The keyword was help. And it turned into um, me leading it. And it was really, really, really fun. And after the first day, though, I, because I wasn't prepared, I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, this won't be hard. This will be easy. I can learn these dances. I can learn these songs. I used to be a cheerleader. I used to be in dance. I can do this. After the first day, I went to DeAndre and I said, I don't think I'm ever going to do this again. Not music. You can find another spot for me. The end of, well, really probably more the second day in the middle of the day, I absolutely fell in love with it. I just loved it. I may not have known every dance move to every song, but the kids don't care. 
They want to see that you love what you're doing. And I absolutely loved what I was doing. And I may have, you know, messed up and made them laugh a couple times. And, but it was still fun, you know. Um, and it was that bonding with the kids. And if you know me, eighth grade and up is really my thing. I can handle seventh graders, but really eighth grade and up is, is my age group. So getting to work with pre-K through sixth graders, I was a little nervous, but I fell in love with them, you know, and, and I love knowing that one day these are the kids I'm going to be teaching, so I got to know them in a different aspect. So that bonding with the kids was really cool. Um, what was even more cool was watching the adults doing the dances. Um, I have to call out Randy. Randy, you can dance. That was really awesome. Um, he, he was the big surprise. Um, it was really fun, y'all. I kept saying I was going to get a video, but I didn't. Um, one of the most rewarding parts was the teenagers that I already know from teaching them, getting to see them with these kids. But I have to say that one of the most exciting things for me was seeing my son get involved this year. And um, that was really awesome. So anyway, if you're not involved, I encourage you to get involved with VBS because it is one of the most rewarding things I have ever done in my life. Thank you, guys. Hey, good morning. How are y'all? My name is Chris Lehman, and I had the blessing to be able to go to preteen camp this year. And let me tell you something. It was fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic. Total blessing. And thanks to DeAndre for hammering me for the past four years about going. So, like the Bible said, she just kept knocking. She just kept knocking. She just kept knocking. And I finally said, you know what, DeAndrea, I'm going to take off for work and do this. And let me tell you something. I go back again. It was that good. So, guys, we've got opportunities for you all to do things here. You won't regret it. Trust me. Uh, preteen camp, first and foremost, it was about Jesus Christ. It was about Jesus Christ, and we wanted to talk with the kids. We wanted to let them know that Jesus is their Lord and Savior and the works that he did on the cross. And we expressed that through worship. We expressed that through our quiet time with them, through the Bible verses, and then just the fellowship with them. And we had five people say that they accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So amen to that, right? Amen. And I always think back, you know, we, we should never put an emphasis on numbers, but I always remember what I think Billy Graham said something one time, where if one out of 10,000 believes at one of these events, it was totally worth it. And I'll tell you, the preteen camp was totally worth it. Secondly, it was about fellowship. We were all about developing relationships with these kids. We had a wonderful time doing that. We got tough on them at times. We had to be tough, and we loved on them, and we had to love on them. And we enjoyed it. And we just developed a fantastic relationship. And I want to encourage parents, an opportunity comes next year, send them. Send them, send them, send them. It was wonderful. And then, of course, last, we had fun. We got to go out in the lake. We got to go in the pool. We got to do this thing called Archery Quest, which I really love. That's probably my favorite thing. Like I said earlier, Colby and I were out there. We were like Kevin Costner and Prince of Thieves, you know, for all of you. I remember that movie. We were just, just launching arrows. And they had a lot of wonderful activities for us. And we had a blast, guys. So, um, once again, thank you all for your prayers, for your support, for your donations. It was wonderful. It was a total blessing. And I want to encourage you all to continue to pray for the staff here. They're doing a lot of things behind the scenes that we don't see. And it's a blessing to have them. They're doing a great job. They're working hard for all of us. Continue to pray for them. Continue to pray for this congregation. We've got a wonderful group of believers here, guys, that pray for us, that support for, show support for us, and volunteer in so many different activities. And then third, let's pray for the kids. We've got a wonderful, growing 
kid population here that are coming to know Jesus Christ, their Lord and Savior. And guys, they're in a proverbial foxhole. They're getting bombarded every day. Continue to pray for them because they face a lot of things in this world. So thank you all so much. You all have a wonderful day. Good morning. My name is Shanna Gillum, and I have this has been my third preteen camp to attend with these children. And like Chris said, it's a blessing for us to go and spend time with our wonderful preteens here. We have a great group of kids, and our kids and preteens, youth, they need us more now than they ever have. Our world is a crazy, crazy world, so it's great that we can go to these camps, show them that Jesus loves them, worship with them, Praise Jesus, get to know them better, love on them, hug them, know they're loved, so that way when they do grow up, go out in this world, they're led down that right path. Um, It has truly, like I said, been a blessing here to work with the youth. I also work with Awanas on Wednesday nights. And getting to know these kids, they help me be a better me because I want to be better for them. I want, you know, I try to do my best to go out in this world and show people they're cared about. And by doing that, these kids are watching us. They know what we're doing. And they're taking heed of that, and they want to follow by example. So it's great, you know, if you can be involved in any of these children's programs, go to any of these camps, get involved with Awana. There's lots of opportunities to help with these kids, and we would love to have more of you join us and do that. Thank you. First of all, we want to say thank you to all of the volunteers that have been a part of this summer. At VBS, there were over 100, and then you count in camp and preteen camp and mission trip and all of that. So let's just take a moment and say thank you to all of those that gave up time for doing that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many hours that is, but that's a lot of hours, just VBS, not including all the other stuff. And so if you didn't know, if you go to camp or preteen camp, that is 24-7 for five days. And so you are... Um, but we, those that have gone, as they said, it's, it's the greatest, hardest, toughest job you can do during a week. And so we thank you so much, the investment that you make in that. And one of the things around here is that we talk about there's no perfect people allowed, right? And so that also means that there's no perfect people allowed even as adult workers with uh, kids and youth. Because if you have to be perfect, then you're never going to get to do that. And so what kids need to see, what young people need to see is adults that are pursuing Jesus. And that they know that they have their stuff, and they're in the midst of trying to do that, but in the midst of everything, they're pursuing Jesus. And so they need to see that in VBS. They need to see that in Awanas. And so one of the best things you can do is not try to clean up and get into perfect shape, into perfect place to be a worker, is to just say, look, God, here's who I am, and here's what I've got, and I'm going to bring this to the table, and I'm going to do my best, and I'm just going to love on kids, and God, you will do the rest, because God takes care of, and he uses these broken vessels that we present um, as offerings, and he uses us in miraculous ways. One of the things that I've learned over the years in doing ministry, in particular student ministry, is you will have enough, as many students or young people as you have volunteers. And so one of my goals whenever I was doing student ministry is recruiting as many adults as I could possibly have because there was this magical thing that if we had one volunteer, we would have like 8 to 10 kids. If we had two volunteers, we'd have like 16 kids. If we had like 30, then we would have like 300 kids. And so there's something about... Kids and youth and young people are drawn to other adults that something about us understands that there is someone in that crowd that has struggled with or is struggling with exactly what we are going through. 
And if you don't know, kids and students are growing up in a world that is radically different than the world that we grew up with 10, 15, even 20 years ago. The things that they've got, they have these little phones and the whole world is accessible to them that um, we could never even fathom. And so, again, as some of the adults have stood up here and said, we need you even more to jump in, even if it's 30 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is, we have opportunities for you at different levels to serve. And um, our mission here is to know Jesus and to make Jesus known. To know Jesus and to make Jesus known. And so that's on different levels. The first thing is that we want to individually know Jesus. And so as the Bible talks about knowing Jesus, it's not just a head knowledge, but it's an experiential knowledge that, that there's something that happens, that we, we gain knowledge, we come to worship on Sundays, we go to Sunday school and we do VBS, and there's a, a knowledge that we're handing over, but then there's also that something that we experience Jesus. Literally, the Bible says so that you can taste and see that God is good, so that you can taste and see there's an experience that happens. I don't know about you, but we love food around here, Right? Good Baptist Church, we're going to have food even today at the new members class. We've got food cooking. You can smell it. Jesus and food kind of go together, okay? And so there's a lasagna today. And so one of those things is knowing and experiencing God. And so we talk about knowing God. We're not talking about just head knowledge, but experiencing Him and knowing and experiencing the amazing grace that God has for us. So to know God and then to make Jesus known, to make Him known. So that's our, our mission, to not just come here and to soak up and to get spiritually fat, but to get here to go and then to go exercise, right? And to get out there and to share the faith and to share what God's doing. Because listen, those that are out there that haven't partaken of Jesus yet want to know that there's something different about us. They want to see that there's something different about us. And so us imperfect people going and sharing our, with our neighbors our faith is an important thing. And I know that it's scary, but take a chance. People are wanting to hear what God is doing in your life. So we talk about to know Jesus and to make Jesus known. And the last part of that we say in our homes, in our community, and in our world. The very first place that we need to make Jesus known is in our own home. If you haven't noticed that the home in American life is struggling and is, is not working out like we have, maybe it has in the past or whatever. And so there's, there's struggles in the home. And so the very first place that we need to emphasize Jesus and to make Jesus central is in the home place. And so as the father in the house, that's my main role, is to the very first thing, before I'm pastor, before I'm anything else, I am the father to my children, I'm the husband to my wife, and so that's central, everything takes place there. So all throughout scripture, the central place of teaching and of imparting faith is in the home. So we talk about knowing Jesus and making Jesus known in the home. And um, if any of you have been followers of Christ for a long time, sometimes the hardest place to have faith discussion is in the home with your parents, your grandparents, aunts, uncles, and all that. But that's the place that it begins is in the home. Then also in the community, that when we leave here, that this is a centrifuge, this is a gathering place to be sent out into the world, and that you're a teacher, you're a coach, you're whatever, all the different jobs and opportunities that you have, your students, and where you go is a mission field in the community to share your faith. And people are watching you and saying, hey, listen, you proclaim the name of Jesus, but what is it like for you to be a Jesus follower here at work or at school or whatever? They're looking for you. And then also we have begun um, supporting. We have for a long time, but we're actively pursuing opportunities to go around the world and to share our faith. And one of the places that we've gone recently is Puerto Rico. And um, last year we took a team of 27. This year we took a team of 29. And we had to have a few more, but life hit some people. And so there's a rough. It looks like we're kind of in prison right there with the, the bars behind us. 
but um, it's really not. Um, just on the other side, that's our, you're looking at the backyard of the house that we stay in, and as you can tell, on the other side of that fence, there's the beach and water. It was suffering for Jesus, it is. And so we would get up and go out to the beach and walk along the beach, and before you go to bed, walk along the beach and all that. But um, so last year we had a, an incredible week, and um, as we prepared for this week, one of the things that we talked about with our team is that Puerto Rico has changed. Last year when we went there in the summer, the hurricanes had not hit, and the churches that we had worked with, one of the churches, Oasis Bautista, had about 60 people the Sunday that we were there and worshiping, and uh, was actively growing as a church that was two years old and had reached 60 people and a lot of families and all that. And um, this year we went back. And after the hurricanes, there were six people. And one of the things that we learned as we were knocking on doors and, and talking to people to try to get them to the VBS and the backyard Bible clubs and the different stuff that we were doing that week, so we were literally knocking on doors and no one would come to the door, not because they didn't want to talk to us, because no one was there. So many have moved and so many have left that it's a radically different place. And so both of the churches that we've partnered with like they've literally have seen their numbers dwindle radically, and even one of the churches may not even exist this coming fall. And so for us as followers of Christ, we're going to ask that question of how can we support and encourage, and one of the things that we really focused on is bringing hope and bringing encouragement to the believers that were still there and struggling and trying to fight. So you can imagine um, even our waiter at one of the places that we had uh, dinner one night um, had gone almost eight months without electricity. So you imagine doing your life day in and day out, going to work, doing the same things, all having all the responsibilities that you have, and for eight months not having the basic needs of electricity. And so um, that is still a part of their deal. And so you can see some of the pictures. We're fixing roofs and doing different things. And so we'll continue to partner and do things in Puerto Rico. And one of our main goals there is to bring hope and to bring good news. So here at Second Baptist Church, Jesus says, let the little children come unto me in Mark chapter 10 verses 13 and following. He says, Let the little children come unto me, for there is found the kingdom of heaven. And so one of the things that we're gonna, we have been focusing on, we'll continue to focus on, is that we want to be a part of reaching this community for Christ to make Jesus known among young people. And one of the things that research is telling us now is that if we don't reach people by the age of 13, we're probably not going to reach them. Just a few years ago, it was 18. All right, and again, I would tell you that probably one of the reasons that's changed is because of that cool little phone that you've got, that it's radically changed the world and the guilt and the shame and everything that these young people are struggling with as they enter into, basically as they enter into eighth grade and ninth grade, that they have so much accessible to them that there's a lot of shame, pain, and regret that we maybe had as adults they're already struggling with. And so here we have an opportunity as a church and as a community to double down on saying, we want you to know Jesus, because as we just sang, Jesus is better. Right? As followers of Jesus, if we can't proclaim that Jesus is better, then we need to stop what we're doing and just pay your dues to the country club. We gather here as followers of Jesus to know Jesus and to make Jesus known. And there's no better way, there's no better place for us to do it than to love on parents and to love on kids and to tell them and to show them, look, none of us are perfect. We haven't arrived, but Jesus is better. As we begin to apply the truths of God's Word in our life, how it radically changes our relationships, it changes the way that we parent, it changes the way that we do our finances, it changes even the jobs, it changes everything about how we view the world and see the world, and we know that, hey, listen, as adults, we have shame, pain, regrets because of the fact we didn't follow the principles of God's Word. 
And so what better way for us is to come alongside and say, listen, we want you as kids, we want you as parents to know that, listen, life is tough, and Jesus infused into this will make everything better. Because you have a hope, as we talked about last week, a hope that's built on nothing less than Jesus Christ and the foundation of doing life on Him. It's not going to be perfect, but you have that foundation in the midst of that. Again, thank you so much to our volunteers for what you're doing. We're coming into a new year. We gave our, our volunteers for Sunday morning, we gave them a break during the summer because our church has grown quite a bit. And so even on Wednesdays, there are 150 to 200 kids here for Awanas. And so people are going everywhere and everything. We're like pulling kids out of the windows, you know, bringing them back in the building and saying, come in and, and making sure we don't lose them. And then as the student ministry continues to grow, both of those groups can't be here at the same time. And so we're like, students, where are you going to go and what are you going to do? And we're trying to figure all these things out. And so pray for it. It's a good opportunity, okay? As we're continuing to grow, it's a good opportunity to, um, to continue to reach, but also saying, hey, we have opportunities. So, like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? It's better to have these opportunities than say, okay, hey, listen, we've got five people, and we, we've got to start cutting things off. We're saying, hey, we're continuing to grow. And so begin to pray about, okay, God, what do you want for us at second? What are the next things that we need to be doing? Because we're not going to stop reaching people. We're going to continue to pursue that and to be about reaching people. That's our number one mission is to know Jesus and to make him known. And so um, this service, even at 1030, there's, it's even down right now because of the summer and it's still packed out. And so some of you need to begin praying about, I need to get up a little earlier and come to the 915 service, okay? Because we still have room in there. And, so, and one of the things that we're going to do is we're just going to keep adding services, Okay. And, but we also need to think about what can we do to maybe build buildings or something in the future. I have, I have no idea. I'm just telling you that, God, we're going to get our surfboards, and we're going to find where God's doing it, and we're going to continue to ride the wave of what God's doing. Okay? To know Jesus and to make him known. I'm excited to see you here. I'm excited about the school year. Okay? All the volunteers that have worked with kids and students with me together. Here we go. You've gotten to relax this summer. Now school year starts. So begin praying. If you're an Awana worker, if you're a student worker, if you're a Sunday school teacher, begin praying. God, who are you going to put before me? Prepare your heart for what you have. Because this next week, um, I think next week or week after. Cody, is it 19th that we start? Yeah. The 12th, which is next Sunday. So next Sunday, um, all that stuff kicks back in. So you'll be getting more information about all that. So the regular Sunday morning schedule will kick back up to know Jesus, and to make Jesus known. Let's pray together. Father, thank you so much for all these events, camp and super summer and mission trips and preaching camp and VBS. And all these things are just events, but Father, these events, the purpose of them is to point us and to point our hearts and our minds toward Jesus. And Father, that you have invaded our space this summer through all these different things. You've invaded hearts and that several, quite a few people, young people and even adults, have said yes to you for the first time. They've recommitted their hearts and their lives to you. And Lord, that's the whole purpose. Even as Chris said earlier on, Father, if one person comes to say yes to you, then it's all worth it. Father, we'll spend a million, two million, three million dollars if it means one person says yes to Jesus. Because it's your money anyway. It's your resources. 
So, Father, we just pray that you would just continue to use us as imperfect vessels as we are, that you would just allow each one of us just to find a place. Where can we be? Where do you want us to be as a part of the body of Christ here at Second Baptist? So that we can reach everyone within this community, within our homes, within our world for you. For, Father, that's our purpose is to know you and to make you known. May you give us a great passion for that. It's in your son's name that we pray. Amen.